Hi and welcome to the Law of Attraction. My name's Laura and I'm a certified life coach, spiritual teacher and a natural intuit with over 20 years of research in psychology and self-improvement. After struggling with my own mental health and overcoming CPTSD and BPD, I've dedicated my life to helping others to transmute their trauma into empowerment. I coach one-on-one, offer monthly healing retreats in Bristol and have online coaching programs. Each week, I'll lead you through a new topic and give you techniques for an array of issues. Have you ever seen a rabbit being chased by a fox? When the rabbit gets away, it shakes its body, it runs around, it shivers and behaves oddly for a few moments. It's not in shock. It's not celebrating its survival. It's releasing all the chemicals that are released in a flight, fight, freeze or fawn moment. If you listen to my Triggers podcast a few weeks back, you will know what these are. And if you don't, go back and listen to that podcast when you finish this one. What the four F's are are trauma responses that trigger your autonomic nervous system into response, such as fighting, fleeing from, freezing, such as playing dead, or fawning, which is placating your attacker so that you don't seem like a threat. So today, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about somatic healing. And what we just spoke about there is something that animals naturally do. And we, as human beings, have forgotten how to do because of this idea that we're not animals anymore, but we still, part of us is still animals. So today, we're going to have a think about what somatic healing is, how we can begin to release that stuck trauma from our bodies. And we're also going to take a look at some of the examples of where emotions get stuck in the body so that we can heal them and what those spiritual meanings actually are. So what is somatic healing? Well, somatic therapy aims to treat the effects of post-traumatic stress disorder and other mental and emotional health issues through the connection of mind and body using a body-centric approach. When we experience trauma, humans have forgotten how to be that animal part of themselves that instinctively acts. Thanks to our human ego, which cares about how we're being perceived, we often shut down parts of our normal behaviours as they're not seen as socially acceptable. This is thinking about things like screaming or shaking or shouting or all of those things that feel a bit yucky within the human existence. So we are animals and what we do need to do is get back to listening to our bodies and people who have experienced huge amounts of trauma, actually what they tend to do is get very much inside their heads and they forget that they have bodies and this leads to constant complaints that often we we ignore and we pretend aren't happening that can lead into chronic conditions. So unlike standard mental health therapy like CBT that focuses predominantly on the mind, somatic therapy incorporates body-orientated modalities such as breathwork, which I do on my retreats. Next one's October 2nd if you're interested. And things like uh, meditation, dance and other types of soma release techniques I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast. So in addition to somatic experiencing, the therapy session also includes mind-body exercises and talk therapy. So you're aiming to release how the physical body holds onto that stress, that trauma and the tension, rather than just trying to resolve them verbally. 
So here's a quote from The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel A. van der Kolk. If you haven't read it before, it's a really, really good book. Um, it's about mind, brain, body and healing of trauma. Okay, So traumatised people chronically feel unsafe in their bodies. The past is alive in the form of gnawing interior discomfort. Their bodies are constantly bombarded by visceral warning signs and in an attempt to control these processes, they often become expert at ignoring their gut feelings and numbing awareness of what is played out inside. They learn to hide from themselves. And this you often see, particularly with people who have compulsive, obsessive behaviours such as addictions, um, drug addiction, alcoholism, uh, food addictions, what they tend to be doing is trying to numb that feeling from the in, from the outside to the inside rather than actually focusing on the fact that the problem is, is that there are stored parts of trauma within your body that needs to be looked at. So how can we begin to release trauma from our bodies? Well, as I said, dance, breath work, yoga, shaking the body like a convulsion uh, and, and other mind-connected, mind-body-connected movements are really, really helpful. Things like fascia release, stretching and other spiritual endeavours such as plant medicines um, and, and things that I've used previously have been ayahuasca um, and a frog medicine like cambo which is very, very helpful. Now during these processes, whether it be using a, a, a medicine, a plant medicine, Amazon Amazonian medicine, uh, whether it be using something like the frog medicines or using other mind-body connected movements such as dance or yoga or even just stretching and fascia release, even chiropractic can do this. You may find that you will start to purge and the body purges through many different ways depending on the emotion that's stuck. So how do we purge? Well, one of the things you may find is you start to yawn you may cough, you may shake, you see people that get involuntary tremors and this is part of that, that release, that physical release of the energy that's stuck within the body. You may find that you vomit, you may find that you have diarrhea, you may make involuntary noises and this is to name but a few of the way that the body can process these emotions as we purge. Now we carry our trauma in different parts of the body and so depending on what your trauma is it can also depend on the kind of purging experience that you have. And I'm going to put in an advert here now guys, it's an advert break. Time for an advert break. Do you feel like a freaking goddess all of the time? No. I didn't either, which is why I've created the Goddess Masterclass and it's coming up on the 19th at 6pm. And if you don't feel like a goddess, I want you to know why that is and it's often because women have not been empowered and we've not been empowered because we have a patriarchal medical system that has colonised our wombs and our bodies. And to be honest, I'm over it. So what I've done is I took control of my mind and my body so I could feel better mentally and more in charge of my body. So have you ever felt like you don't understand your body, that you're a slave to your female hormones, you have no idea about your fertility or how to avoid or get pregnant, which is terrifying either way? <laughs> One minute you love your spouse, the next minute you could kill them, you feel crazy, you're reliant on medication but it still doesn't seem to be helping, or maybe you're just starting the menopause and you're beginning to feel like you're going mad. 
If you've answered yes to any of those questions, then you will love my masterclass. And in this two-hour masterclass, How to Feel Like a Goddess, we're going to look at the true 28-day cycle that most women live their bodies by. And if it's not 28 days, it's 35, it doesn't matter. It's all the same cycle. This cycle affects our moods, our emotions and our capabilities throughout the month. We're going to learn how we can use that to our advantage, how birth control and a patriarchal medical system has led to women not knowing their own bodies and being forced to live in a 24-hour cycle that men live on hormonally. We're going to look at how to take charge of your fertility, to avoid or get pregnant naturally, we're going to look at how to live and feel like a goddess using this natural rhythm to live naturally. And we're going to look at some plant medicines that you can use to really help yourself with your cycle to feel like a goddess every day. So if that sounds like something you would enjoy, I'm going to put the details below in the show notes. But it's the 19th at 6pm, that's BST. And it's a two-hour masterclass. You get a, a PDF uh, workbook and you also receive the lesson if you are not able to turn up live. And it's only £20. So £20 is a pretty good deal for the amount of information and studying that I've done to be able to succeed in this course. So back to the podcast. The spiritual meaning of pain in the body means different things. And I, I mentioned on a podcast a couple of weeks ago that trauma can lead to disease in the body. And this disease can be things like cancer. It can be things like chronic conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia. And this is due to the effects of stress and the constant effect of prolonged fight or flight reaction and the chemicals that are responsible for that reaction being present in the body for a long period of time. Now, if we don't bring the body back to balance, chronic inflammation will cause sickness, obesity and premature aging. So somatic healing is super important. And I want to talk to you now about where storing pain in the body can represent different trauma, different emotions and other ideas such as that. So think about now your body. Where do you experience pain in your body? So I want you to think about where you feel like there's a niggling pain. Now, this could be that you have a twinge in the bottom of your back. It could be that you get pain in your shoulders a lot. Perhaps you experience, um, you know, a, a locked in neck or, or a wry neck or unable to turn your neck properly. Perhaps you have tension in your jaw and you have a clicky jaw like me because you grind your teeth at night. Whatever it is, you probably have a chronic pain that you've been experiencing for a rather long time. And you go in and talk to the doctor and they just kind of go, well, I don't know. They might just blame it on aging. They might say that you've got chip cartilage in your knee whatever it is they probably just say yeah there's nothing really wrong with it it's okay and then they tell you to take paracetamol and and for me I think that's crazy you're suffering from a pain pain isn't normal in the body so you go to speak to the doctor about it they might you know x-ray you or do whatever they'll say there's nothing wrong with it from a physical point of view and then they tell you to take paracetamol and just pretend that it's not happening Pain in the body is not normal. There is a reason for it. And it's not always a physical problem that you would be able to spot on something like an allopathic Western medicine, you know, MRI or an X-ray or something along those lines. We need to get deeper into this for you to be able to really recognise what the problem is. And what we need to think about is that we're not just a slab of meat. We're also not just this psychological brain that acts on its own. Um, and we also have energy moving through our bodies. So things like um, 
uh, acupuncture and massage can be really helpful with somatic healing and somatic release because it's not just a lump of meat, okay? We're not just a lump of meat. There's spirit with inside of us as well. So we've got a few things where there's a few places of the body where you will probably be predominantly affected. Now, there is the first places where we are looked at as being crying out for help. And this is aches and pains in certain areas. And this is the way that our body is crying out for help to be unburdened by matter and issues that are within us and without us, which is within our external environment. And you'll often find pain in the head, the back, the back of the head and the chest area. So this is often things where you will have palpitations randomly. It could be that you get headaches. It could be that you get pain in your neck. It could be that you get, uh, you know, like, um, what do they call it? Ice pick headaches, where it's just somebody stabbing you in the top of your head. You might get chest pains. Now, all of these things are not physiological. They could be physiological. It's going to check, you know. But most of the time, if you go in, the doctor will just say, it's just stress. It's just stress. You're having palpitations because of stress. It's headaches because of stress. But, but when we say, oh, it's stress... Okay, well, it's given you an answer, but it hasn't actually given you a way to resolve that. And most of us go in and we go, okay, I've got a problem. Doctor says it's just stress, so it's not really a problem. It is a problem. It's not really a problem, so I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. And, and it is a problem because you're having a physical response to something. You're having a physical response to the stress that you're experiencing. And so you must make change from the exterior to help what's going on in the interior and also work on your mental health whilst you're doing it. So... Areas such as the head, the back, chest areas, this is often your body crying out for help, not feeling very good in the moment and really, really needing somebody to step in and do something. And at this point, I would say a cry for help for the body would often look at changing your diet, exercising more, looking after your uh, spiritual and mental health. So this could come in the form of self-care. It could come in the form of exercise, yoga, meditation, better sleep. All of those things will help to eradicate the issues of a cry for help within the body. We then look at, uh, you know, parts of the body specifically. So the top of the head is related to our connection to our higher being, our higher self. Pain here often relates to a separation from the higher power. And it's also associated with kidneys, which is creates the fear of emotion. You may find that you have gallbladder, urinary bladder channels, um, and, and, and issues with, um, with your kidneys, which is related to fear. So they are related from a, uh, from a metaphysical point of view, a spiritual point of view. The back of the head represents your past and spirituality and pain here often talks about an unwillingness um, to forget and forgive pain that's buried within us. So you may find that you get pains in the back of your head or you might find you get headaches predominantly in the back of the head. This often talks about an, an unwillingness to, to remedy that which has gone before. The forehead here obviously relates to our third eye chakra and it relates to intuition and connection to our inner being. So if you're often getting pains here in the front of your head, this could be related to a separation between your inner self and a truth within yourself. So some inner work would be good to help with that. Headaches related to the sides of the heads like migraine or around here. This looks at um, separation from the world. So it feels like there is a creation of deep unhappiness, a separation causing severe pain behind our eyes. And this pain can also be related to the heart and the chest. And this shows a lack of happiness within. And it can also talk about anger and suffering as a result of other people. 
the chest area, obviously where the heart is located, where your heart chakra is, pain here often talks about when we are feeling un uh, emotionally unloved. And when we go through breakups and, and, and things like that, you often will feel like a, a pain in your chest. And this is this is that trauma. There's nothing, there's nothing physically wrong with your heart or your chest, but the pain that you're experiencing is the physical manifestation of the trauma that you're experiencing. So this is related to self of our uh, sorry inner self of true love of happiness compassion and discomfort in this area could be the opposite of those things. Now the pain and trauma of responsibility you'll often find weighs heavy on the shoulders you know and and down the back into the delts and sort of up to the midsection of your back. This um, is the upper back, shoulders, upper spine, middle back, and can show muscular issues such as tension in the shoulders. And this shows that you are having too much. You're being weighted down too much by the responsibilities on your life. So you may find that the top of the back revolves around the neck and the, the neck and shoulders, and this talks about burdens. We may feel in our lower back, which can be um, a, a lack of support and the 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 middle sorry the middle back there is talking about the discomfort and a lack of support received and the lower back can talk about emotional support financial support and I was recently having pain right down in the coccyx which is right at the bottom of the spine and this can show like a, the seat of self-pity as well so you can find that generally a lack of support and feeling sorry for oneself in the back because we've either got too much on our shoulders or not enough support as we move down. Kidney pain can represent um, that we are holding on to past emotions that we are still, uh, uh, you know, associating with subconsciously. So it's really important that we maybe do some shadow work in that moment and start to recognise the things that don't serve us anymore. And as I said, tailbone can be relating to a lack of support or uh, an unwillingness or an inability to ask for help. It's me, isn't it? It's me, guys. <laughs> If you're watching this on video, you, you probably will laugh. <laughs> um, so sexual frustration and guilt um, and also sexual trauma, this can manifest in the groin, the hips, the kidneys and the lower back. So anywhere you think of a man or a woman wearing a pair of boxer shorts, that's kind of the area where you would see it. And, and this looks at as, as a way of kind of suppressing some of the urges. So it could be that you've been guilted by, by sexual feelings. So it could be that you, you're homosexual and that's not allowed in your culture. You may find that you have pain in the groin. Women who have been, women or men, have been sexually assaulted tend to have lots of pain in the hips and tightness uh, and problems when opening their legs where it feels like there's pain in there. And also within the lower back, you'll find you have pain. Uh, and this is related to sexuality the uh, sexual trauma and also feelings of guilt. Now, fight syndrome. This is the repression of the need to fight for oneself to the external, okay? So you may find that you get pain in your arms and in your hands. And flight syndrome looks at pain in the knees, the legs and the feet. So if you have physiological pain within those areas, you'll often find that we are not looking after that feeling that we need to leave situations and we're making ourselves stay in. So to run through a few, upper thigh pain is often related to traumas from the past and decisions that we regret. Pain from the hips to the thighs can be separation from desire or issues with moving forward. And pain in our knees can represent 
pride. It can also talk about a feeling of not wanting to surrender to things. You know, our legs take us where we want to go. So it's really important that we use our legs in a really, you know, in a really uh, sensible manner to ensure that we are getting away from scenarios that don't serve us. And sometimes when we've not been able to get away from scenarios that serve us, we end up with pain in, in parts of our in parts of our legs. Pain in the shins can represent built up worry and anger. Um, a pain in um, the ankles can represent uh, a, a problem um, with in, in a, in a, an inflexibility to navigate life. So if you've got painful or stiff ankles, it can show that you're not willing to change at points. And painful feet. Feet represent our connection Back to Mother Earth. So you may find that if you have pain in your feet from swollen or numb, it may represent the state of our relationship with our earthly self and our, our own innate naturally, uh, motherly connection to nature. So the left-hand side of the body talks about um, pain to do with the feminine side. So this could also represent um, feminine energies or problems with your mother. And the right-hand side can represent the side of the father. It can also represent masculine energies such as issue or anger, blaming or unhappy with our external environments. And the left side is more to do with spirituality, the mother and, and what is going on within ourselves. So you may find that you have a painful right knee and that is can be related to issues to do with uh, maybe a volatile father in, in the past and being able to move away from the father. So these are the spiritual relationships to your body and where the pain is. And if you'd like to look at healing some of the trauma, you don't have to do it always through talking therapy or through practical things like some of the techniques that I use in my coaching. You can use things like physical help like yoga, like medication, meditation, like moving your body. All of these things can help to release some of that stuck emotion in your body to make you feel happier, healthier and more in control of your trauma. So I hope this helped guys. Recognise that in order to enjoy good health and overall well-being, we have to look after our bodies. And this can be done through sleeping, resting, but also moving, maintaining exercise, maintaining a balanced lifestyle and moving our bodies in a way that releases some of that trauma and pain. Trauma healing is a long process. Something that I notice is that I've been working on my mind and my mental state and my emotions and the way that I respond to the world. I've been doing that for quite a long time. And over the last couple of years, I've started to focus more on somatic healing because I recognise that I have stuck emotions in my body still. I have, um, you know, a very jumpy fight or flight system. Uh, I am hyper vigilant. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm recognising that that I have within my body, and that you have to come from a body first approach to heal these things. You can't come from a mental pro approach to heal the body. So some of the things I'm going to be looking at over the next few weeks is maybe sharing some of the things that I do to help with my somatic body trauma release and looking a little bit more at the 360 approach that we can use to help to heal ourselves from the mental to the emotional to the spiritual and including the body. And um, something I've been doing recently is recording an audio version of my book, The Gatekeeper of Your Mind. And The Gatekeeper of Your Mind talks not just about your mind, it talks about your body, it talks about uh, your diet, it talks about everything. And I'm really excited to share that with you guys soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that if you are a lover of um, 
audiobooks and you like sitting here listening to my voice droning on into a microphone. Anyway, guys, I love you very much. I hope that uh, I get to see some of you guys for the Goddess Masterclass. And it's not just for ladies. If you're a chap and you want to learn how you can support your ladies more or learn more about how they can look after themselves, you are more than welcome to come along. Your your partner, your goddess in your life will love you for the effort that you put in. And uh, it doesn't matter where you are, ladies, in your life. You could, be, you could be new and not wanting to get pregnant. It could be that you're in the middle of your life and you're looking to manage your uh, menopause pause. It could be that you're just sick of, of being out of balance with your body and you just want to learn some strategies, how to actually feel like a fucking goddess. And if that's you, this is the masterclass for you. I hope you will come along. I really look forward to seeing you guys soon and re reconnecting to some of you because I know some of you guys uh, I haven't spoken to for a little while. So I really look forward to seeing some new faces, some old and some of the beautiful people I'm working with at the moment. Uh, and that's the 19th. I love you. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got any questions or queries or things that you'd like answered in the next podcast, you can get in touch via my email, hello at lawofattraction.co.uk. And all of the ways that you can contact me through social media, etc., is down in the show notes. So I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.